talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this episode I was joined by Jared Lysak from Adventures with Purpose. Jared started Adventures with Purpose a couple years ago. He's a diver, wanted to get back into diving, and started out by cleaning up the trash that was in the rivers and the lakes in Oregon where he lives. So the initial purpose to clean up the waterways ended up being a YouTube channel where he and his friend Sam, who's also a diver, started documenting the cool things that they were finding under the water. So everything from an urn to a covered wagon from the 1800s, guns, cars, all sorts of things. So they started bringing out a lot of vehicles from these rivers and these lakes and got this huge following on YouTube. Now, things took a different turn when some of their viewers started reaching out to see if they could use their diving skills to help locate missing loved ones who they thought were missing in bodies of water. So Sam and Jared started traveling across the country to different communities to work with families to help locate the bodies of loved ones who had been missing. They've ended up solving multiple cold cases across the country, They've been able to provide answers for a lot of different families. What they're doing is very cool. It's very important. The coolest thing about it to me is that they do it at no cost. Everything that they've been able to do is through donations or sponsorships and the support that they receive on their YouTube channel and on their Facebook page. So it's really cool. They will load up and take all of their equipment and travel thousands of miles at no cost to these families. So recently, Adventures with Purpose took off on a 2020 road trip. Jared, Sam, and their cameraman and editor Dan took off in an RV. They had their trailer with a boat and all of their equipment. They took off from Oregon, went all the way to the East Coast, and made stops along the way in cities where there were these cold cases. Again, what they're doing is incredible, and I really appreciate Jared taking the time to chat with me. So I hope that you guys enjoy our conversation. So here's Jared. If you want to just maybe introduce yourself and kind of give a breakdown of what it is that you're doing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, my name is Jared <laughs> Lysak, and I am with Adventures of Purpose. Adventures of Purpose kind of started, uh, you know, two, a little over more than two years ago with the mission of put my scuba suit back on that had been hanging on the shelf for the past 10 years because of just life. Uh, but, you know, my kids are now grown adults. And what is it that I'm going to be doing next? And part of this kind of started with the, I had a buddy that was doing YouTube and he says, Jared, you're great at producing, you're great behind the camera, but you also have that personality. You need to get out from behind the camera, get in front of it and do something. And so with that, I decided to land on scuba diving as my niche within the online world. My goal was to pick up 2,000 pounds of garbage within the first, you know, three months to kind of show people, you know, what's you know, out of sight, out of mind 
there's so much under the water and we hit our goal within three weeks wow. from there. Um, it was about a year, or, I don't know, not even that long. It was about eight months later, ran into my first car up in Portland. And with that, you know, we as scuba divers, we use lip bags all the time. And I figured, hey, you know what? I can't get the car out of the water in its current location because it's a closed boat ramp and the city won't give me access. But if I can float this car down river a mile to a public boat ramp, then guess what? They can't tell me no. And right. yeah. that's what I did as I uh, just got bigger lip bags. We floated the car, and when we went in for that first car, we accidentally ran into two more. When we went in for one of those cars, we accidentally ran into two or three more. And wow. then it got me to think. I'm like, well, okay, maybe picking up just like pop cans and stuff like that is not my thing. Maybe I need to start focusing on these cars. And one thing led to another. Uh, you know, our, our viewership grew, but then people started seeing and reaching out to us that said, not only is there a car underwater at this location, potentially – we think there might be a lost loved one there as well. Nobody's helping them. Can you come help them? And that's kind of how we've been making the transition into not just focusing on cars and underwater car research and recovery, but also looking intentionally for those lost loved ones. Wow, which is really incredible. Yeah, because just kind of watching your channel, it's you guys are are entertaining, you know, in the sense that you're you're finding fun stuff, but then it's also there's very serious episodes where you do locate the the body of someone that's been missing for a year and you get to bring this, not necessarily closure, but, you know, just some information that this family has been missing for some time and it, they're not getting the help from authorities. So it's just, yeah, it's been very cool to witness. Thank you. Yeah. And if you've uh, watched my channel for any amount of time, you know that I'm not good with words. I just say what's on my mind. Uh, I'm excited. A lot of times I'm just excited to be out there and excited as I'm looking for somebody, it's not always there with the right word. You know, we're we're happy that we have this kind of hidden superpower that we're able to step up and help families in ways that nobody else has been able to do so. We don't have red tape to cut through. We're all volunteer. We're just guys that say, or you know, there's females that volunteer as well. But um, you know, we just say, all right, here's the mission. Let's volunteer. Let's go do it, and let's see if we can solve it. And you know, one of the hardest things for me was going into this that as I'm making content prior to the cold cases, it was all right. Everything has to have, you know, the five elements of storytelling. You know, first of all, we have the, you know, the location. Well, we're in the water. We have the host and characters. You know, we have the, you know, what's the plot? Well, the plot is to get garbage and, you know, clean up the environment and share with you what's underwater. Then you have the uh, chaos drama or comedic relief. And then you always have the conclusion. And that conclusion is what I was always hung up on with looking into these cold cases because I don't want to go in and provide what in my, it was, it was my own self here saying, I don't want to provide false hopes for the family. But what I've learned is even if we can't solve every single one of them, Hey, we're still solving one or two or three or four, you know, percent as opposed to them never being solved at all. But in addition to that is we've been able to give these families answers as to, you know what, your loved one is not in this location. You can now start focusing on other locations that they're no longer driving over that bridge and wondering, hey, are they are they underwater in this location? So so that right. with, with the more that we do this, that's how I'm able to you know really settle in with the knowing that we really are providing this help and assistance to families and 
it has become less of a personal concern on my side. Right. So whenever it kind of took that transition to, you know, people reaching out to assist in finding a loved one, was there any hesitation on your end to kind of steer things that direction or were you zero completely open to it? Yeah, zero hesitation um, because really it was about a year and a half ago where we were asked by the local sheriff to come up. Hey, we know that you have some certain equipment that we don't. We know that you guys are divers. Can you come take a look? And when we found that first, and we were kind of joking because they've been looking for over a month for this uh, individual. And so when we got there, you know, just the personalities that we are, we're like, you know, hey, you know, we're going to find them within the first 15 minutes, right? So, and I think it was like 12 minutes by the time we started looking that we ended up, you know, finding them. But with that one, that was my first time really being involved with this and seeing my first person that has passed away. Mm-hmm. And for me, just the way that, you know, the way that they were, it was a humbling experience to me, for me, mm-hmm. that right. life is short, life is precious, here we are, here's a 25-year-old who went out with his dog late at night to enjoy life, but he made a mistake. He did so at 2 o'clock in the morning without a life jacket and, you know, nobody else around and this is what happened. But at, at the end of it, I mean, we just don't know when it's going to be our time. You know, right. and so with that, you know, then we had the one, uh, you know, Nathan that we got called into, you know, and Nathan Ashby there in Missouri, which is not too far from you. And right. with that one, it was a plea for help from the family that they couldn't get anybody there. That You have different agencies that kind of have eagles and turf wars and somebody's going to do it, but then we can't do it at the right time. You know, just eventually myself and Sam got so upset with it. It was like. We have to give this family answers before the end of the year. We have a certain skill set that we can't just stand there and sit idly by when we have the ability to at least try. So we went, we located, and you know, within nine hours, you know, we had the vehicle out that day, and you know, we were able to return Nathan home to his family, so that way they had the answers. And and with this also, Jamie, is that. We've learned with our words, I'm not always right with my words, but, you know, that we don't call this closure because it never is. You're never closing anything. They're always going to be in your heart. They're always going to be with you. You had this life with your with your loved one. Um, resolution is one of the words that, you know, has definitely come to the top of, uh, you know, what is it we do. But a new one that has also come to light within the last couple of weeks from a mom that has watched our show who has lost, you know, her son. Um, unrelated to anything that we've done is she says, you know what? It's answers. You're providing answers. Right. And that's key. That's huge. So, yeah, I mean, just to watch these families, just even, even if you don't find exactly what they're looking for, just that you responded, you care, and you're taking the time to actually search when, like I said before, a lot of times law enforcement's just kind of like, well, we didn't find them you know, we're done on our end and to just have somebody continuing to help them search just has to be just incredible for yeah, them. Yeah. You know, and one of the things is, you know, you've seen some different interactions we've had from, with some different law enforcement mm-hmm. along the way. And with this, I, I don't throw any of them under the bus. I let them just play out on camera as they play out. But here's the thing I also don't want. You know, my show is not a cop-hater show. My cop, my show is not a, hey, they're not doing their job. My show is a, 
they weren't able to, we have newer technology now, or they weren't looking in the right spot. And so once they arrived, that's 100% on them. But here's the thing also, when people and families feel like cops are not doing enough, you have to also remember they're hit with your case that just came in today. But, you know, six months from now, guess what? They had 10 new cases a day that have been piling up on them for the last six months. And now there's 600 cases that are sitting on their table. Granted, not all of them are, are cold cases or, you know, missing person cases. But how much and where can you continue to put your time and your efforts? And I will say also, I mean, sometimes they just don't have the proper resources. And, and that's really what it is, is, you know, they don't have the proper resources most of the time. And they're not able to bring those proper resources in that don't have the red tape that can just say, hey, we're just going to go do it. <laughs> right. You know, instead they have the, well, you know, by the book, we have to have at least six of us here and two of you are going to be tethered off and four of you are going to be holding them. We, we have to have communication at all time and we have to have, you know, three more people that sign everybody in. We Everything has to be written down. I don't care. We just go do it. Right. Yeah, because I think one of the episodes, I believe you were in Missouri. You've been in Missouri quite a bit. Um, and you were actually brought in by the, the sheriff's department because in these smaller communities, like where I grew up, you know, you're dealing with, you know, volunteer fire department, just volunteers that aren't necessarily trained in diving. And like you said, they don't have the resources. So are you finding that you're you're getting requests from more law enforcement instead of maybe that initial where we have a lot more law enforcement that is seeing us and they're they are very aware of who we are the moment we roll into town um the one in warrington it was actually it's a jared i'm asking you not to come i'm i'm the water levels here's the reason why the locals have chosen not to do it but it's public water i can't stop you from doing it so that's how it was. We did come in. We had their support while we we're there. But we also, you notice that there's certain agencies that were not there, you know, at the side while we were doing it because mm -hmm. they chose not to. They're like, we're going to have nothing to do with it. If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be us. And they, they, I mean, they were pissed off. In fact, some of them drove by at the very end and were pissed off and had words with some of our people that we passed along through the, uh, you know, to the sheriff. And he dealt with that mm -hmm. one later on. So whenever you guys go on dives, what are the, like, legal, I, I, I guess, kind of restrictions? Can, can you swim in the water? Guess what? We can dive in the water. <laughs> if it's public water, we can do whatever we want as long as there's not, like, signs that say posted, no, you know, no swimming. Well, then right. when, I, when I look at those signs also, it's like, yeah, well, guess what? I'm not swimming. <laughs> okay? So I walk that line. Right. But, you know, I also walk the line of, you know what, we're searching recovery. Are you really going to tell me no when we're looking for somebody's lost loved one? Exactly. So once you, if you do find that there is a body in a, in a vehicle, that's where you have to stop and call 100, 100%. law enforcement? Yeah, because at that moment in time, okay. we have identified it as a crime scene and we will not touch it. We will be there to assist in any way that if they need our services. But yes, at that moment in time, it is a crime scene. We don't tamper with uh, crime scene evidence. So are there any boundaries that you've set for yourself, situations you won't get involved with? Um, with that one, uh, my wife has requested that we don't focus on uh, murders. 
um, where the murderer is still out there. We don't know who they are, so she's would like us to, you know, stay safe in that, you know. So we do focus on accidents as well as suicides. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. I hadn't really even made that connection that that would lead to potential issues. Um, so I guess with with some of your dives starting out, what are some of the things that you guys have found just over the years? Just fun stuff, different things. You know, when you find your first cell phone, it's like, yeah, I found my first cell phone. <laughs> and, oh, look, it turns out I'm going to, you know, track the owner down. But then it's like, oh, I found cell phone number 63 and 400 pairs of sunglasses and ah, oh, yawn. You know, and it was because, <laughs> right. you know, and, and this is in the beginning of, you know, how do I keep the, you know, the viewer entertained? Because that's what it is about being on YouTube as an entertainer, as how this started was, what can I do to keep you engaged and to keep you coming back every single month? And so really it was, you know, I fell into this by accident, saw the opportunity to start focusing on it. And now every time a car comes up, guess what? There are, there's been zero two cars alike. Every one of them is different. Every one of them has a story uh, you know, is there something in the trunk? Is there somebody in the vehicle? Are you going to be able to find the owner? Was it stolen? Was it insurance fraud? Was it, you know, a suicide? We don't have those answers. And when until the car comes out of the water, I mean, nobody even sees it up until that point. So right. I do get a lot of people, Not I, I get a few hate. The more that you're online, you'll realize that you got to have thick skin. There are some of those commenters and trolls. You know, oh, yeah. some of them are, you know, you Jared, you talk too much. It is a blogging <laughs> hosted show. This is not a diving show. You know, we have a portion of diving in it. So if you just want to hear bubbles, I am more than happy to tell them, I'm sorry, my channel's not for you. There's other channels on YouTube. Go enjoy them. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and one of the other ones that came up recently was the, you know, Jared, you're not versed in law enforcement. You can't be doing this stuff. And, you know, it's 100% inappropriate for you to have the family there with you while you're doing this stuff. For me, I, I mean, and, and, and I treat the people like me. If I have a missing loved one, I want to be involved in it, and I want those answers immediately as to what's going on. And so many of these families have felt like the police aren't doing anything, these agencies aren't doing anything, when in reality, you know – some of them are behind the scenes, but the family is never included and they never get these updates. And so right. it is a little difficult for me sometimes when I have family, you know, at the shore side and we go under to identify a target and everybody's holding their breath, hoping that they are now going to have the answers they've been looking for. And I come up empty handed at that moment in time. Right. But did I really come up with an empty handed? No, we just have an answer as to. We need to look somewhere else. We can stop looking here. Right. Exactly. Do you have any ultimate things you would like to find? Treasure type things or things that you think would be interesting to stumble upon? Oh, yeah. I have two of them, but one of them I can't tell you about because it's a big okay. one. Like, it's so big. Like, we're talking world news. Like, this is the biggest find of the century. I mean... Could it be worth a you know hundred thousand or could it be worth a million? I mean, we're not talking like gold or anything. I'm talking about like, oh, that's really cool. You know, it went right. it went missing, and you guys found it. You know, so that's one of those things that, and everybody will know what this is, like, or at least know who was involved at the time. 
So we do have that one that I can't tell you about. So there you go. How you how like that cliffhanger? <laughs> okay. The other one is recently I got a uh, email. In fact, I have to call her today or tomorrow. But she reached out to me from Texas and said, "Hey, you know, we have this family farm, and back when the shuttle Columbia, you know, disintegrated upon re-entry, they only have located like 38% of the uh, of the spacecraft. And the next morning when we went out in our two-acre pond." There were lily pads that had been uprooted and upside down. Nobody has ever searched our pond. Do you want to come search it? I'm like, okay. Uh, yes, please. So um, it's 100% illegal to keep anything. So if we do identify, you know, we do have to turn that over. As well as, I mean, we've seen all, we've all seen the movies from the 80s with the geigometer, whatever meter of like, hey, radioactive, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um I've been read up on some of this, and it's like, hey, hey, some of this stuff could be radioactive. So the good news is we're all suited up for the most part. We should survive this if we find it. <laughs> wow, that's that's really crazy. Well, I hope you find something. That's, I hope so. That's pretty incredible. And I don't think it'll be too difficult because if it was big enough to uproot lily pads, quite a few of them, that was noticeable to the you know property owner. I'm going to say that the uh, yeah the the object is of decent size it should not take us too long to find it in a two acre pond right so how often are you traveling now and like doing dives and different things you know this uh 2020 trip was actually our first one because we've been in the pacific northwest we were getting to travel and then COVID hit and then it put us in lockdown and so then it opened back up a little bit and so we're like you know what? we're going for it and part of it was based around, you know, you saw Sam, Sam, the Adventure Man with me, um, as well as the new cameraman, uh, Dan, who's been in, doing an incredible job. And it just kind of been, it was kind of a, Sam was at the end of his rescue captain season. He's actually a rescue captain up in uh, Seattle, Tacoma area, where wow. think about like a, a AAA or tow, towing company, but on the water. And wow. in such a situation that like, hey, we have boats that are sinking, we got to save people to boats have already sunk, we have to, re you know, we have to raise them back up. That's Sam's job. So summertime is his busy season. And so we decided after we found Tim Robinson is really the turning point for us when it was like, you know what? We've become addicted to using our powers for good that we need to focus on this. And so let's start planning a trip because on this because I've started documenting about a year ago the different people across the U.S. that would write into me and like, hey, I have this cold case here. I know about this car here. Or, you know, I'm happy to help here. We have the towing company here. We have cadaver dogs here. And so I started logging all of these on a map. And so that's kind of how this 2020 trip was booked. It was like, all right, well, I've got 40, 45 days. Let's start up here. Let's go over to, you know, from Colorado to Iowa to Indiana, over to Pennsylvania and then to, you know, Jersey. And then we'll come back down. We'll hit North Carolina and then circular, you know, and it just became a, that's how it ended up along the way, but also a in route of, we went in with a plan, no plan. Here's our route, but whatever happens along the way happens along the way. If we need to stay in an area for two or three extra days, we do. If something cancels, right. it canceled for a reason. What else do we have? But in addition to that, as we're in route, I think we added six new cases along the way because wow. people are like, oh, I, we hear you're in the area. Here's a case right here. You should look into it. It's like, oh, we're only 45 minutes away from there. You know, <laughs> so we would, you know, so we would uh, swing in for some of those. It, yeah. 
And, and, and I don't know if you caught it or not, but, you know, this has really become a Adventures with Purpose is not Jared. Adventures with Purpose not Sam and Dan. Adventures with Purpose is you, Jamie. Adventures with Purpose is the, you know, all the volunteers, the tow truck companies, the viewers, those that are reaching out and letting us know where these cold cases are. Because without the viewers watching, you know, we wouldn't be getting that half of a half a cent from the monetization from YouTube and Facebook that puts, you know, some money in our pocket to reinvest those funds to put money in, you know, towards, a, you know, an RV or new tires or gas or whatever, new gear, but also the donations and the generosity that comes in from the viewers to the, you know, to those that are telling us about these cold cases, to those that are offering up food along the way. I mean, it was, it was the strangest trip for me ever, Jamie, that here we are on the road for 40 days and People are like, you know, bringing us, you know, gallons and cases of water. They're bringing us food every day. They're, you know, what can we do to help? And just everybody coming together for one common, you know, for the, for, you know, for the common good of, uh, of a man. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, because that was one thing I wanted to be really clear about to people listening is that you do not charge for your services. That this is all completely volunteer, and you guys are traveling like literally thousands of miles to go to you know to help search for people or, or different things and it's all you know thanks to donations and um, sponsors and different things so can you kind of talk about I guess where people can maybe donate or how yeah. they can help support you guys yeah so on the uh, description of all of our videos we do have a hey you know we have t-shirts available to help fund our uh, expenses uh, those are for twenty dollars we also have some stickers, and we also have over on YouTube. You can become a member. What membership allows you between five? You can as little as five dollars or you know a hundred dollars. That's a monthly donation. And our way of saying thank you is that you do get you know some of these videos early as well. And so, what are your goals, kind of moving forward as things are growing and you're you know more people are seeing videos and reaching out? Like what what do you foresee for Adventures with Purpose? Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, you know, AWP is not Jared. AWP is a movement. It's a tribe. And that's what I want to, and this is what I talk about in some of my videos too, is, you know, I'm, I kind of get upset sometimes because most of what we do is the top side searching and scanning that frick, how many people out there have a boat available to them with side scan with fishermen in their area Get off your butt and start looking for this. When you hear something, you know, in your area in the water, you guys can be putting this together. You don't need right. Sam and I to come be, you know, the heroes, because there's local dive shops as well, or or even just identifying there's a vehicle there with the side scan. That at that moment in time, if you contact the PD and they don't do something about it, call your local dive shop because there's divers across the entire U.S. They're looking to do something. Finish answering your question on that as well. Is you know eventually I see you know kind of chapters of you know adventure with the purpose across the U.S. You know because so many people have come to us also and said you know adventure with purpose means so much more than just you finding a vehicle or you finding a person. It it means that I now have purpose that I came and I hung out with you and I was involved in something or we can put together a chapter. So I have that purpose. And, and a lot of, uh, you know, vets are coming to us in that fashion. Really? I've been looking for purpose. You know, we've gotten, you know, emails with, you know, I've been in bed for the last six months after my husband passed away that I'm now getting out of bed because, 
you've restored my faith in humanity and I want to do something to make a change in, in other people's lives. So do you get to actually dive for pleasure <laughs> anymore or do you? <laughs> you know, I, my diving style has never been about, hey, let me get certified in diving so I can go look at pretty fish. In fact, that's probably okay. why my gear, you know, was on the shelf for, you know, for 10 years. Not just because life is busy, not just my studies, my girls, but, you know, in my neck of the woods, we just don't have pretty fish to look at. And then, therefore, you got to go down and look at pretty fish. And so, you know, that was my thing. And so when I gave it purpose, that's when it became, you know, interesting, entertaining, and fun for me. And that's what, you know, like this trip, I was talking to Sam and Dan. This trip was almost like we were eight years old again, without a care in the world that we're riding our bicycles every single day. We're looking for that next adventure. We're going on that treasure hunt. And are we going to find anything today? And every day was different and every day was exciting and new. And it was just – think about three of us in a vehicle for 40, 45 days. And not once did we get on each other's nerves. Not once did we fight with one another. Not once did – I mean it was a who's making breakfast this morning and what's the mission? And everybody knew their role and what is we were doing. And we shared the responsibility. And it was just – like I said – Three best friends and and kind of well, kind of two dads and a son as well. I mean, Dan is a, <laughs> a young man now; he's an adult. And so, with me also having children older than him, I had to also change my mindset. With that, also as you know, what Dan's not a kid. Dan is an adult. He's a young man, and he's part of the team, and he's an incredible part of the team. And and so, so yeah, so it was a uh, it was a really fun trip. And we look forward to doing the next one, which has already been set for January. It's not going to be, you know, a long – it's not going to be as long because we do have other responsibilities to get back to. But we're, we are able to sneak this in, you know, at the end of January for a couple of weeks. Um, one thing that I was kind of curious about was um, whenever you do find something besides just bottles and, and whatever in the water, if you find a weapon or – I know you found, like, a safe or, you know, just something big and unique. What actually happens to that? Uh, so, like... First of all, Jamie, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> if I ever find a safe loaded full of gold bars, I will tell you that when the police arrive, there's never been anything. It was always an empty safe, okay? Yeah, yeah. It was wide open. <laughs> Nothing in it. Yeah, I get it. So of all <laughs> the safes that I found, have they always been empty, Jamie? Yes. Yes, they have. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, actually, 100%. No, every one of them has been. Uh, oh, really? Uh, well, the ones that we have found, you know, we've have found some that did have some weapons in them. We do, were able to track down the owner uh, through an old VHS tape. I don't know if you caught that video or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've, we've had some uh, exciting ones for sure. Yeah so, yeah, so with the weapons, within the state of Oregon, you do have to turn them in immediately. You can't put them in your car. You can't take them to the police station. You can't take them home and then call the cops. Like you have to call the authorities there, you know, right there. If not, you can actually be thrown in jail for it and all this fun stuff. You know, you do end up with the, you know, a few people are like, Oh, you got to keep them. And you know, you're just giving them the, you know, whatever <laughs> you have trolls bottom line. Uh, anyway, yeah. at the end of the day, it's about doing the right thing. You know, we find a weapon. It's not ours. We call, you know, was it used in a crime? Can they solve it? You know, can they solve a cold case with it? Are there any particular cases that you want to, to mention or any dives that you guys did that stand out that you want to to talk about? Um, you know, with all of this, like I said, it, it's a humbling experience. 
using these hidden superpowers. I think that more people need to do it, and I hear that a lot more people are stepping up. They're like, oh, I didn't think about using my diving certification for that, and guess what? Now I'm going to start looking at boat ramps, and people that have kayaks that have sonar, that they're like, oh, we have a kayak and sonar. We're going to start looking at boat ramps, and you know, the that is creating that tribe is creating that movement. So, you know, I'm really appreciative that it's becoming what it's becoming. Uh, one of my concerns is that I'm going to work myself out of a uh, job to, you know, be able to entertain those on YouTube and Facebook because all these will eventually be solved. I doubt it, but I mean, I'm like, Hey, Hey, maybe it will. And I would love it if it was, you know, because right. then at that moment in time, it's like, you know what? We were, we really did create a movement where people got involved and they were able to help bring those answers to the families that needed it. Right. Was there anything else you want people to know about what you're doing or any links you want to share? Just anything at all that you want to. Um, I really like donations. I really like donations. It's what keeps us going. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's how we live. That's how we survive. That's how we make this happen. Right. So, yeah, we do have a PayPal available. Again, all the links are in. And I'm sure you'll put a link in your little description here, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so over on our thing, just grab those descriptions. You know, PayPal's jared at trevari.com. Uh, I have a Venmo. We have, if you want to send me a check, we have that mailing address as well. Okay. Anything you can do to help out. Um, I have new tires I got to put on the RV because I just warm out after 10,000 miles on this last trip. So I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, very cool. But yeah, I'll definitely include all the, the links to stuff whenever I post this and feel free to, to post about this. I'm, we'll take all the support I can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I appreciate you doing this. This was really cool. I love watching the videos and can't wait to share it with people. And It's kind of one of those things that like, you know, you watch one and then four hours later, you know, you keep watching stuff or, you know, catch an update or something. And so I've been just trying to get through them. And I think it's really fascinating. Make sure to remind your audience it's okay to watch them more than once and uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Exactly. Yep. we Will do. On that note, I always end it with a little later. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Jared. I appreciate it. You're welcome. If you need anything else, let me know. Okay. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Jared, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you taking the time to um, answer my questions and fill me in on what you guys are doing. It's really incredible work that you, Sam and Dan, and all of the other volunteers that have been assisting you guys are doing. It's just really fascinating. So guys, please check out the YouTube channel, Adventures of Purpose. It's very interesting. Also, the Facebook page. Um, there's all kinds of videos uploaded there, too. So it's all just really incredible. And if you want to donate, I will include the, the Venmo and the PayPal and the mailing address for donations um, in the description for this episode. So make sure you do that. I made a donation earlier today. So uh, let's help keep these guys doing what they're doing and making a huge impact and bringing answers to families who probably feeling a little bit lost. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate your support. And wherever you're listening, if you can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that's how we're going to get new listeners and be able to grow and keep doing this. So if you have any questions, if you have any ideas, comments, feel free to send an email to knowwhatiheard at gmail.com. Also, you can send a message through the Facebook page, Know What I Heard Podcast. 
again, thank you guys so much for listening. Your support means the world to me. And until next time, hey, know what I heard?